Warriors, this is the Epilepsy Spectrum, your short and sweet stop for all things epilepsy. I'm your host, Tiff the Titan, and thank you for joining this collaborative journey into overcoming epilepsy. If this is your first time here, then welcome to the Epilepsy Tribe. We connect here every week to learn from each other, embrace epilepsy in our lives, foster community and relationships, and promote advocacy, and highlight what's new with epilepsy. Welcome back, everyone. Today we are speaking with Hagna Ula, and he is based in Belgium with a company called EpiHunter. They share EEG headset devices to help people, children, caregivers, and teachers of children to understand when a child may be having a seizure. They are changing lives, and he is going to talk to us today a little bit about what they are doing to help people with epilepsy. Hagner, welcome to the show. Thank you, Stephanie, for having me. It's great to be on your show. Looking forward to to our conversation. Tell me a little bit to start off about your connection to epilepsy. I used to work for for a company in neurology, actually dealing with brain scans and multiple sclerosis, dementia, and I was really missing the interaction with with the people affected by the conditions. And I came across a company called EpiHunter a little bit more than uh, a year and a half ago. Um, and what's unique about EpiHunter is that uh, we are really dealing with daily life of people with epilepsy. So you get immediate feedback and you really can tap into people's lives. And, and, and yeah, you know, the company you're working for can, can help them. And, and that was mm-hmm. slightly different from my previous uh, company. It's so rewarding to be able to help people in that type of way. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really something that we don't take easy on either. Um, so that also means that that one of my colleagues, uh, Tim, he has a son with epilepsy. So we really know yeah, how the struggles can be uh, dealing with the condition. And we also acknowledge that a lot of people are affected by it in many different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that makes it also so much more rewarding dealing with it and uh, yeah, being in touch with people affected. Tell me a little bit about EpiHunter and what your organization is doing. Tim founded the company originally? Yeah, it actually started with his son uh, and himself having a kind of a father-son conversation uh, at that time. And yeah, his son was, was struggling with, with the type of a seizure, which is very similar to sound seizures. It's called focal impaired awareness seizures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically caused him to, to blank out a little bit longer than Absan seizures, so you blank out for everything between a half a minute to a minute or so. And it really looks like daydreaming. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so at, at school he was very often accused for, you know, being a daydreamer, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, stupid, not being able to answer the question from the teacher. And all these frustrations kind of built up to, to that, that, that night when, when he actually asked Tim, his dad, uh, if he couldn't invent something to, to turn on a light when his brain uh, switched off. So that's really how the idea was, was born. And uh, yeah, my colleague Tim decided to, how to say, merge his professional and personal life and really yeah, he dove into to the technologies uh, around uh, detecting brain signals mm-hmm. and, and, you know, epileptic seizures and then he spoke with doctors and families and patient organizations so it really was like uh, it has really been a journey uh, from from back then that's a couple of years ago uh, 
yeah. uh, until today where we really have a, a product on the market and then people can enjoy the benefits. But yeah, uh, in the end, the, the, the real inventor of our first uh, product was really uh, uh, Tim's uh, son. Yeah, That's amazing. What a great story. Yeah. Just the fact that these seizures are, we call them silent or difficult to notice, has such a huge mental impact for the person having them, but also the family. Because, you know, how do you explain it? They still have a huge impact. People are, especially in young age, accused for being autistic. Well, they actually are having epileptic seizures. Or people are not able to do their job because people at work just doesn't understand why they are, are zoning out at times. So that's really the daily need that we are trying to address. The yeah. fact that medication is not working or the fact that they are still, you know, stuck with these kind of obstetrics seizures. And growing up, I had a lot of these challenges. We called it blanking out. My family and I did. So when I would have a spell, an absence seizure, we would say that I blanked out because we didn't understand what was happening. And when I would go to school, you know, it would happen when I would get called on in class um, or I would just be talking to my friends and, you know, in the middle of conversation, just kind of disappear for a second. And if I had a device like you do, like it would have changed a lot of things um, in terms of, you know, how I interacted on a day to day basis and, and your confidence as a person with absence seizures in general you, you feel so insecure about even being in a conversation sometimes when you have an absence seizure. That's, that's, it's such a challenge to tackle when it comes to school or work or, you know, people may think you're rude just for kind of um, stepping out for a moment when it's totally not the case. Absolutely. And, and it's really getting back that self-confidence and, and becoming understood is it's really the core behind yeah what we are doing uh, obviously we, we think there is a value of you know recording eg data detecting seizures but really signaling them uh, to the environment around the person so that they are understood um, has such a huge impact uh, i mean we are not here to you know point out to people having epilepsy and saying hey you're epileptic because we are really we are really not liking the word epileptic and i think we, we also don't like saying people are patients we really say yeah, you are a person with epilepsy and, mm-hmm. and you actually just want to be like everyone else. You, you want to, I'd say, um, take away that, that extra thing that, that you know, that makes you struggle you. a little bit more than others in class. Uh, right. And really, you know, just become like everyone else and, and being able to be, you know, understood uh, by signaling the teachers so that also the teacher knows mm-hmm. when to repeat instructions. Uh, the classmates understand you. They, they know that you're just, you know, they might still say you're zoning out. That's fine. But at least they know it's, yeah, it, it's, it's just the way you are. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, so uh, we already are talking a lot about childhood and children. And that's also because of song seizures uh, tend to be more common among children. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, luckily, um, I think seven out of ten children with absence seizures, they are they're actually able to outgrow them by age of eighteen. So the um, the impact has, yeah, is sometimes time bound to to a very mm-hmm. specific period of life. Yeah, uh, the childhood, as you know, struggling with things then uh, can have such a huge impact later in life as well. And tell us a little bit more about that device, so exactly how it works and what your yeah. process is. Yeah, so in order to detect seizures, uh, we needed like a stream of data, which is very common in epilepsy. It's really like the, you know, the gold standard, something that doctors are looking at. And that's the EEG. 
So basically, we are uh, looking to record brainwaves. And once we have those brainwaves, we can we can have our algorithm, you know, run it, look for the patterns of, of seizures, uh, in our case of sound seizures, and focal impaired uh, awareness ones. And you do that by wearing a, a thin, a comfortable uh, EEG headband. It's very different from the hospital EEG, so there is no glue or wires going around. Um, and you basically wear this, this headset as long as you like. But obviously, you know, in order to record brainwaves, you, you will need to keep it on your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, yeah, allowing us to record the brainwaves and the actual technology of the company. So what Epiondry is actually having as a medical device then is the software, which then reads the EEG data, you know, looks for the seizure patterns in, in that data and, and signals them, uh, records it. We even have video functionality uh, built in in our phone application, which even allows us to, you know, record, video record them um, when they happen. Uh, and doing so by signaling seizures, but also recording them, uh, we are generating a lot of relevant data for yeah, for the parents, for example, to bring to the neurologist, um, there is a lot of like reporting pressure on parents of epilepsy, not only of sans epilepsy, but they are told, you know, write down when seizures happen, uh, preferably take, you know, a video of it. But yeah, running around after your child uh, having sans seizures is very tricky because the seizures are a couple of seconds. So by the time you have your phone and, and video functionality of your phone up, uh, yeah, the seizure is maybe already mm-hmm. uh, over. Um, yeah. And of course, writing down all these short um seizures of a couple of seconds you're very likely to miss miss many of them so our device uh, not only signals seizures and then records EEG data we also log it and we keep that uh, overview in a separate companion app for for parents caregivers and others to easily access uh, a calendar overview to to see you know other like patterns Mm. in seizure activity you know are there more in the morning or the evening etc Uh, Okay. The smartphone, is it real time or do you have to just go back over and look at it? Does it take a while for it to upload? No, it's really real time uh, detecting seizures. Um, So, for example, in class, then uh, when the child is having a seizure, the smartphone light on the back turns on. um, And the teacher can very, you know, uh, easily notice that there is a seizure going on without, you know, there is an alarm going off and everyone is, you know, uh, aware of it. We try to make it a little bit, you know, yeah, less alarming and, and just giving the teacher, you know, a notice that, okay, there is a sound seizure going on. The moment the light turns off again, the seizure is over and she knows or he knows when to repeat uh, the instructions for the child. We realize that for these kind of seizures, the biggest impact are when they are happening and if we can do something there and then uh, that has the has the most impact and since we are storing the data and the seizure records anyway in our companion app uh, you know parents and caregivers doctors can always you know access that data at a later point so yeah that's uh, how it works and then you can check in on a regular basis you know see if we had did he had any seizure in the afternoon i know we had a test you know if he is anxious he typically have uh, you know a tendency to have some more seizures um but at the moment there is not like a push notification you know coming up on your phone uh very very visually but that's definitely something we can we can build in it's yeah to be honest that's not maybe the most complex technology the most complex technology is actually to be able to detect seizures uh, based on eg data you know and really become as as precise and and good at that as possible Yeah, yeah 
That's which is amazing, by the way. Is it fairly accurate by what you can tell and by the studies that you guys have done on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we detect on average nine out of ten seizures, and we also these days are setting up a, a clinical validation study in the U.S. at Boston Children's uh, Hospital. Wonderful. Um, yeah, it's really a great, renowned uh, hospital known for pediatric mm-hmm. uh, conditions, and, and you know there, there is really like a strong you know research clinical. Um, environment and we believe that uh, so we are a Belgian company you know we are offering our service in Europe but you know by entering the US market and especially gaining the you know the FDA clearance on the longer term there mm-hmm. uh, will definitely also allow us to offer Epihunter to to the US uh, market and um, our first step there is, is doing this this uh, clinical uh, study and at Boston Children's and help us to further validate uh, our algorithm and who knows maybe we are able to find other seizure types that we might pick up um, Mm-hmm. So it's really a very exciting time for us to see how that is going, and yeah. the faster you know we have positive results from that study, we can you know start building up an, an FDA file to get you know market approval. So it's a very 2020 will be a very exciting year uh, for us. I'm so excited for you guys, and I'm excited for people with epilepsy because being that person that you know was on the other side of the coin, I was the kid with absent seizures that needed this in my life when I was misunderstood. So if I had that when I was a kid, it would have been a life changer. Like you were saying, trying to explain to other people, you know, what's happening when you're daydreaming. That's what I would tell them. But, you know, it wasn't the case. And with that device, there it is, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I must just add that we have a a fantastic community uh, of families uh, or adults uh, living alone or, or, you know, youth, uh, children, Around the company, I mean, we, we get so much feedback. Um, and also through our presence on, on social media, also people not using EpiHunter are, are sharing their stories. And uh, yeah, it, it can be really, you know, tough ones where they have been struggling for many years, you know, not being understood. Um, and we saw actually more and more adults uh, joining in as well, telling their stories, either from childhood like yourself, but even people still having them. And, mm-hmm. You know, some people can have several hundreds of them every day. I mean, the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the impact uh, and the uncertainty that they live with, you know, not being able to go outside because they are, you know, afraid of, of seizures coming. Uh, yeah, it has a big, big uh, impact and, and it's so powerful and, and great to be part of part of the conversations and, and being able to help people uh, addressing these, uh, these daily uh, challenges. Yeah. Where can we go online to learn more about EpiHunter? We have a website, which is basically epihunter.com. Uh, that's E-P-I-H-U-N-T-E-R.com. Um, there you can um, check out the, the history of the company. You can look a bit around and see how the, the actual product works. So we have a headset, uh, EG headset, uh, but really the technology is in our smartphone apps so that's all explained on our website uh, we also have a live chat so if you really would like to ask us some questions or share your story feel free to to interact and next to this we are also present on social media facebook twitter um and yeah definitely uh, do not hesitate to reach out with any questions epi is currently only available in europe 
So for people in the U.S., feel free to sign up to our newsletter and we'll keep, keep you informed once things are moving a little bit faster in terms of market approval in the U.S. But definitely please join our community and uh, social channels and uh, be part of the conversation. Hogner, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and thank you for everything that you are doing for the epilepsy community. Well, it was it was a true pleasure to join uh, join the podcast and again, feel free to to contact us with questions. Uh, we'd love to to learn from from each and every one of you how epilepsy and maybe in particular absence seizures or, or focal impaired awareness seizures, previously complex partials are affecting your lives uh, or the life of your child or partner. So please please reach out and we'll do our best to, to answer uh, all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you all for stopping by and please check these guys out. They are making waves in the epilepsy community and they are going to help so many families that are dealing with absence seizures. Thanks for listening and I hope you have a great seizure-free week. And remember always, fall down seven times, stand up eight. Peace.